and it's like James Franklin downplayed the noise. Oh yeah, give me an effing break. So my insiders at the game. Oh, you have insiders now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're professional. Professional. Yeah. So they said like pretty much everyone around them was like plugging their ears with their hands and screaming their face off. I can't even imagine how loud that stadium. I'd have was. had a I'd have had a hell of a headache. Oh, man. I would have needed two Advil. <laughs> I would. Yeah, they're passing. They're passing around Advil at the stadium and earmuffs. Oh, dude, honestly. Cream, baby. Honestly, not sponsored by Advil. Um, you're gonna need to pay at <laughs> yeah. least two fifty for that uh, plug. I uh, mean, let's get the generic. Uh, what is it? Ibuprofen. Uh, fun fact: all of it generic. That the generic is the exact same as the Advil, hmm. because the FDA requires that. Let's let's just talk about the FDA. Yeah, really. So who cares about a stupid <laughs> football game? Football comes and goes. Advil is forever. Sponsored by Advil. <laughs> do, 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 do. And they've already turned off. Why does, why does Advil have like a, a Mario theme song? <laughs> no, 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 Now we're talking about Goombas. <laughs> you know who, else, who was a Goomba? Spencer Petrus. Oh. King Goomba. King, the King Goomba. If, I, if we have to talk about this dude every podcast... I'm going to lose my mind. So, so just give you a little inside the brain. Mine. I'm sitting watching this on like a really, went over to someone's house and watching this on a, like a hundred inch projector, right? Bottom right hand corner of the entire first half. ESPN just threw up his stat line the whole game. It was like one for eight, one for nine. <laughs> oh in yeah. On the bottom right. <laughs> yes. left, whatever. I was yes. like, did you just take that off before I lose it? <laughs> and his QBR through the qu- first quarter, two. But, hey, in classic Spencer Petrus, you look at the end of the game and you go, oh, not that bad of a game. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's fair. Then they're done that. Nice managing. Uh, nice managing. And I'm uh, 12-0. And the pa- you know, I'm the- going to say the, the first quarter was partially on him. Partially it's play calling. I got to just say. You really think it's play calling? I do. I just don't. Okay, listen. Just listen to me here. I cannot, for the life of me, understand what the because you know the first the first drive is not scripted. They say, but it's planned, right? It, there's a it, general theme to it. It's called a script. But apparently, Brian said it's not scripted. Like it's not play one, two, three, four. It's just oh. a, here's what we're going to try to do. Whatever. Or maybe that's it's, his problem, huh? Penn State. Penn State blitzes like eighty percent of the time. Yeah. Right. So if you're seeing that, it's like, okay, running's going to be difficult. They're going to stack the box. So it's tough to do play action against blitzing. Okay, great. Could you do a bubble screen? Could you do a <laughs> uh, screen Penn to State Goodson could. who has better hands than he's shown all year because they don't throw him the ball unless it's a Texas route. Like, th- run a screenplay. Uh, you know what Penn I mean, State I, said? Oh, heard you, Jordan. I'm going to throw a screenplay every freaking play. Yes, and it worked. Well, here's there's a, there's a problem to... Like, Iowa can't do that. No. They can't spread the receivers out that far and throw a screen because the difference in athletes between Iowa and Penn State is is too great. It really is. I mean, it's just a reality. The reason Penn State that works is because all you got to do is to give someone who's twice as fast on the edge and he can pick up six. That's not going to happen the other way around. But you can still run, like, tight end screens, bubble screens, screens to the running back so you can take some pressure off of the quarterback that's getting blitzed constantly. And, and the wide receivers for Iowa couldn't get any separation. They had 
just like we talked about last week, fantastic linebackers on Laporta. So he was nowhere to be found. Just sitting over here, staring him in the eyes, like with tears running down his face. Like, I don't know what to do. And then he gets one open look and he throws it high and it's picked. Like that was the half for him. So it was, I was very, this was the maddest win. I was so angry. I was so uh, irrationally angry during this, this game. Oh man. I couldn't control myself and I'm not really like a fiery fan. I was so mad. Uh, when I was so I, grumpy. I will admit right now. So, by the way, if you guys didn't know, Iowa did win uh, number three versus number four, 23 to 20. Yeah, um, we're really happy today. Uh, just this is it's so crazy that we just beat the number four team, the third, fourth, third, fourth best defense in the country, which we will get there. I will get to. I'm going to slightly defend Iowa's offense. Not a lot, but I'm going to slightly defend it later. But I would be lying to you. If when Justin Jacobs on the first play in the end zone, when he intercepted that ball, I was screaming. I was so jacked up and filled with emotions. I'm like, we're going to freaking kill them. And then we got negative seven yards that, that drive. Oh, my God. And Petrus so... came out and Petrus the thing. Are we? This is already. I'm going to go right to our broad question. Are we the worst, best number two team in the country? Offensively, yes. I mean, what are they like? Has this ever happened in the history of the they're, game? They're 122nd, I think is what I saw. Uh, at least before this. Total offense. Hole. Like, I mean, come on. Imagine man. if we were like 60th. Yeah. if It's just 60th. It's really frustrating because they're playing it very safe. Yep. And they're calling it very safe because Spencer is limited his decision making isn't bad he doesn't force a lot of things but he doesn't push anything either and his like every single time he gets pressured or sacked he's normally staring to one half the field and i'm assuming that ken o'keefe is probably the one that's working with him with him the most his reads i'm assuming are only half or quarter field like i've never seen him look left right or right left it's always one side or the other if the read's not there it's dump it down throw it out of bounds which is fine because you don't turn the ball over that way and you don't get sacked a lot oh, that it one is so pass through boring route that it is so boring to watch it's like, horrible i just before this game i'm watching oklahoma texas and i'm out here just like please give me one of them <laughs> one of the three one of the three quarterbacks that started in that game or that played in that game i would have taken any of the three bad spencer rattler would be national champion spencer he rattler. could come in and turn it over twice in a quarter and it would still be fine. It was so he Spencer Petrus ended seventeen for thirty one, one hundred ninety five yards, two touchdowns, one pick. I mean, is that not like he had the best QB? He had the best QB rating in the whole in the game. <laughs> by by far, by far, it doesn't make any sense. I don't. It's he gets it done. At what point the dude is twelve and two as a starter is on on the greatest historical runs in Hawkeye history and you know what we're gonna get to sean clifford getting hurt but uh he came back from behind on one of the greatest defenses in the nation i what do we what what do you what i mean we're talking about the the, number two team in the country right now jordan the the play action play call was great that that sealed the game it's a great play call 
you know, they had to wait for them not to be blitzing down their throat and they weren't. I, I just, I think Spencer, I, I feel like he goes in there and it's just, there's nothing easy for him. No, I don't know. I don't know if it, I think it has to be play calling. I just don't know what's going in there. Be like, Hey, here's your easy look. Where's your dump down. There was one time and, and I'm going to blank on the quarter. Uh, he throws it. He forces it into, I think Laporta and he had Goodson wide open the flat with no one near him. And my thought is that's probably not even part of his read. That was just like in an NFL quarterback, that's your safety valve right there. So that should like, have been that's free and easy when you're running out of time. I don't think that he has that. I don't think they're asking him to do that, which is why it's so frustrating to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna use Christian McCaffrey as an example is that whenever a any quarterback that's played for the Carolina Panthers is in trouble, they just dump it down to Christian McCaffrey. Even if it's, it like, slightly behind the line of scrimmage. He catches it. He's in open field. He's the best open field runner, right? And so is Tyler Goodson. Now, the only reason I say it's Christian McCaffrey, I know banned in the Hawkeye world, but the only reason I say Christian McCaffrey is that you can use Tyler Goodson as an ultimate weapon, not just a stretch off tackle. Um, off tackle run. Because this offensive line, which is so weird, that we're the number two team in the country and probably the least impressive offensive line I've ever seen Iowa have. Well, it's really young. This offensive line is really inexperienced. Uh, it's, they're not, they don't run the ball that well. They do. I thought overall, overall, given the amount of pressure they got, Spencer had more time than I anticipated. He just like, like we talked about against Maryland, that extra half second goes a long way for him. And he didn't have that this game. Man, did this game show Keegan Johnson and Arlen Bruce are so much more talented than any receiver on the field? It's insane. They're just athletes. And yeah, I'm sure that their route trees are smaller. Their routes are probably not as clean. I think the almost the opposite. But, I bet they are cleaner. But, but where are the where are the like end arounds? Where was any of that? I mean, I it's it's tough to go horizontally against a team who's more athletic than you. I understand that. That's that's some of the reasons why. Iowa felt so vanilla, but you because you can't do a lot of bubble screens. You can't do a lot of end rounds. Like that one end round that Charlie had was luck. I mean, he should have been tackled ten yards in the backfield. Yeah. So Charlie, I don't think it's luck. Charlie's an incredible. I think just because he's wide, but I think he's an incredible athlete. He is a very good. He's one of their best. He's one of their best athletes. Uh, But it's tough to get him in their hands because they're not. They don't get a lot of separation. No, Tyron Tracy again, one catch, four yards. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Just be, like honestly, I, yeah, I know you can't obviously cut college players, but like just bench him for Arlen Bruce at this point. Like it's like Arlen Bruce is better. Like it's just obvious. It's it's great to be quick and fast, but if you can't get separation or your routes aren't crisp, you're just not. And obviously, Petrus doesn't trust him. No. Uh, and if he's if they're using him as like an outside threat, I mean, he's just too small. What's frustrating about Petrus too? This just makes me laugh. Like I literally. Laughed out loud on Twitter. By the way, follow the Twitter. Uh, Hawkeye Off Tackle, you know, Hawkeye Off Tackle podcast. So you just instantly search. Uh, I was laughing on the Twitter. Is that Spencer Petrus once every ten passes throws a brilliant pass? See, that's I. I think you said that maybe during the game. You may have texted that to me, and you're right. His arm talent actually isn't that bad. No, I think he throws too hard, which is like apparently he throws like a the lot fastest of ball. No, apparently he is insane fast. Like they was compared compared in high school to Elway's speed. A lot of young quarterbacks, inexperienced quarterbacks, try to force it in with their arm strength, and I think his arm talent is actually 
impressive in a lot of times. I mean, he has obviously that's deep. He has a good deep ball. Yeah. He really yeah. does. Yeah. So first of all, I was thinking about the first thought that came to my mind. Uh, so I saw first quarter, right? Someone pushed a tweet that just had me dying. It was like, well, walk on quarterback for Iowa now starting. It was like Jason Flanley. And it was like Nate Stanley wearing a mustache. <laughs> but if Nate Stanley was playing that game, oh, I was just about you to know, say that. but you know, he would have overthrown Reganey by 10 yards on that. Now, seriously, I think we might he overthrew every deep ball. Drive to drive. You're a hundred percent right. Is Stanley, I don't think delivers that pass to Reganey. No, he throws that thing 10 yards over him. Easy, every time. But, so, I think Petrus does have arm talent. I think he's slow processing, and I don't think that the offensive coordinator sets him up for a lot of success a lot of the times. It which was, is really frustrating. It was, I love how we keep talking so negatively. We just beat, again, Sean Clifford did get hurt. And I'm not a fortune teller. Uh, he did throw two picks. He did only have three runs for 36 yards. Uh, but when he got hurt, obviously everything changed, right? The game was the game was completely different after that. And I think as a realistic Iowa fan, we're going to say a win's a win, and we're happy with it. We're going to take it to the bank, and hopefully it leads us to bigger things. But the uh, reality of that – the reality you, you is – You have no idea. You just don't. When he, when he left that game, when he left that game, it was like 17 to 10. So it wasn't like he was yeah. – a lot of people are like, oh, 17 to 3 at half. Yes, but Clifford was still there. It was not 17 it, to 3 when, at half. It was, it was 17 to 10 at half. You're right. Yeah, 17 to 10. So it, sure? it, it, it felt like we were getting killed, though. We're only down the, 7 when he left the game. The he momentum did drive. felt like we were getting killed. He did drive all over us, uh, which was frustrating. Yeah, I was cons- he, he, but God, I, all I kept repeating, because it was not a very happy – it was not a happy – it was super happy – and then instantly when we got a field goal on the first drive. You're like, son of a gun. It went like, what? Hold, I was hold so on, I, I was so frustrated that we didn't score there. I'm like, this is this no is happiness like, until literally Sean Clifford really got hurt. I'm sorry. Like it was like, oh, okay. We might have able to win this. And yeah, my biggest thing was like, now we have a chance. And it was so frustrating. And I kept saying, I wasn't even really mad. I was like, I just feel so bad for this defense. Because it is like oh. 2001 Miami level yes. historic. It just it's is. Like, would you guys, I mean, just give, let them get off of the field. These guys work so hard. And it is insane how many turnovers. We had four more interceptions this game, Jordan. Yeah, it didn't feel like it. It was a three-point game. And the turnover margin was plus three. Uh, that whole, remember you shared a stat last week that said we scored off every turnover. We did not look Not up to this that. week. Not this well, week. Well, and. It's the best defense that they've best defense they've faced. It will so be. There the is be- some it will be uh, I'm gonna say this unless we're playing Georgia in the. And this is what now I'm now I can get, transition to this. This will be whether you want to believe it or not, whether you want to just kind of eye roll or whatever. The best defense we will play unless we play Georgia in the national championship, even more than Alabama. And yeah, that's the yeah, Penn State's defense is, is it's fantastic. Literally that good. You know how we had this yeah. unstoppable 2001, uh, uh, that 2015 Alabama defense that only allowed eight points a game. We're at like ten points a game, like just absolute. Like literally, you guys are now watching the greatest offense of. Uh, I mean, excuse me. Oh, God, I wish the greatest defense of all time, like top five all time, and Penn State is one point different. Yeah, they're right there. It. It's it's the most un, underappreciated thing is that we scored 
every quarter, Jordan. And we scored twice in the fourth quarter against an Iowa-level defense. To be fair, that def- Penn State's defense had to be exhausted in the fourth quarter. Hey. Their offense was an absolute... You don't think ours contest. wasn't? We had nine punts. No, I'm sure it was. Nine sure punts. But their 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 offense was a clown fest, and they were off the field quick. Uh, Daquan Robertson was not ready. I know, I, you know he had 34 tough, yards. That's a super tough spot. Oh, impossible. I can't, you can't blame him. Oh, no. No, no, no. But it, he wasn't ready. I mean, he's obviously he's like a four-star recruit running back or a quarterback. He'd only played like one other time. 30 yards. Freshman. Seven for 21, 30 yards. That's it. Yeah, Two that's, just super, that's just super tough. Uh, they, but in the same vein, it takes all the players on the team. Um, so that's the that's the question right now is that Penn State fans are legitimately mad. So again, you know me. I like diving. I like getting involved. I make you know TikToks. Follow the TikTok. Same thing. Hawkeye. If you guys search Hawkeye Off Tackle Podcast on any social media, we're there. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, literally there. This podcast is gonna be on YouTube. Uh, eventually we're going to be streaming this on Twitch. Uh, we're just everywhere. But uh, when I'm involved, they're legitimately hurt and legitimately mad. Like, wouldn't this... you be wouldn't you be really disappointed? Like Th- that's what it is. I you can't you like, can't oh, blame them. Man. Like it's just like outlash. I mean, come on. They had you going into halftime be like we're going to win this game. Oh, 17 Like we got there. Yeah, and then but you you're you're feeling pretty good on the road. I would be. Uh, I looked at Barstool uh Penn State and they were not feeling good. They were cussing out the offense, even with Clifford getting playing. They were not I happy. Think they didn't do anything on offense. Uh, they're pass, probably, you know, they're just interceptions, yards per carry. They literally cannot run the ball. Oh my god, they could not run the football. No, it was. They didn't try a whole lot either. Oh no, no. I don't. Teams are just like, hey, we can't run against Iowa. I will say that James Franklin's offensive game plan or the offensive coordinator. To spread the field like that and throw those bubble screens at the boundaries was genius. I wish Iowa honestly I th- steals it. You, uh, well, that's our Bruce and Keegan is, are good enough athletes. Yeah, if you, if you can put the right people out there, you can't put Reganey out there. Where's Smith Marset? Why do you have to go to the NFL? Imagine, I, imagine I, him on this team. I just thought because it it spreads it so thin and then opens up that seam even more that was already a trouble in cover two or even cover one, which you saw a lot uh, against Penn State. That was fantastic play calling. I thought that was just great. Yep. It and then was. they like got away from it a little bit when the backup quarterback came in, which was really weird. They try to establish a run, literally could not. Um, and I he they obviously don't have like packages designed for him because you could tell he could run. There was no like options or any of those kind of things. He probably had a really dumb He down only play. had he had ten runs for twenty seven yards, two point yards to carry. The quarterback, yeah. Taquan Robertson. It was if you look at the stats, it looks like we killed them. 18 first downs for them, 18 first downs for us. We were more efficient on third down. We had three less plays. They had more penalties, which we are going to get to right after that I say this. They had five punts, we had nine punts. They threw four interceptions, we only threw one. Time of possession, didn't it feel like they had the ball the entire time? 23 minutes for Penn State, 35 for Iowa. It just did not feel well. Second, good. second half, they didn't have the ball. Like they, they scored three points. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And that was I was actually kind of worried because when he put them on that drive, I'm like, oh, oh he's, like, fig- he's, he's figuring, figuring it out. out. He's yep. figuring it out. Oh no. Yep. no, no, go back to the false starts, please. Uh, let's let's name the two MVPs of the game. Uh, how about you name one and I name one? Go. Okay, we're gonna name the same one. 
Uh, no, I, again, there's two MVPs. You, you go one. first. Okay, I go first. Uh, I'm going to give it to... It has to be. Tory Taylor. Yes. I I really... I, this well, is, I don't think yeah, I, we I, realize I, what we're watching. Do you understand? He kicked nine punts for 398 yards. And all of them. But one were inside the 20? I don't think we really... I don't think fans are. I don't think national media, besides like the big... Like Bob Stoops mentioned it. Uh, uh, maybe Pat McAfee somewhat kind of mentioned it now. Tory Taylor is like literally one of the most historic punters I have ever seen. Uh, again, when Hayden Fry, do you know what Hayden Fry's favorite player was? Reggie Roby. He said that my most valuable player in my 30, 40 years of coaching, whatever, Iowa Hawkeyes, was Reggie Roby, the absolute boomer of a punter uh, who actually played in the NFL for like 14 years, a couple of Pro Bowls. Uh, again, our older listeners are like, oh, Reggie Roby, of course. Tory Taylor. I know. Huh? Uh Tory Taylor. He was on the like, the 85. Uh ironically, one when Iowa was one of the best. Uh when they were number one. Tory Taylor, the way he can just change the if if we don't have a puncher like Tory Taylor and we have this exact defense, we are mm, four and three right now. A lot more bend. You know, a lot more bend in that uh, bend don't break. It's a lot. It's a lot easier for Sean Clifford threw a pick because of Taylor. He was in the end zone. Like I'm going to get safety. Threw a pick. Yep. That was because of Taylor. Kirk Friend said uh, when people are now chanting for. I mean, literally, it's a joke. It's a meme. But Taylor for Heisman. Uh, if the Heisman was a true award that wasn't a quarter, who's the best quarterback of the year award? Like, hey, I'm glad like Devontae Smith. I think defensive players should get it more. I think like the most impactful player. There is legitimately an argument that we could win a Big Ten championship and, an, and compete for a national championship because our offense is so freaking bad that Taylor can pin them on the five and gets our defense rolling, baby. It's un It is literally, I'm in awe every time I play him. And by the way, Caleb Shudak, uh, most underappreciated kicker in Iowa history. Yeah. I just, from a consistency point, like, I'm so, so happy that he's just what you expect. I was actually, he's the only kicker I've ever been scared of. And I'm like, wait, why? He's never proven me wrong. He just doesn't have the name of a Kading or uh, all the great kickers we've had in our time. He's just like, he's, 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 11 of 12, he's 11 of 12 this year with a 51 yard field goal. I know. He just like never got on the field because of Duncan. And it was just like, he was so like big mouth. And his it, only miss was a long one at Iowa State. Okay. What's your MVP? There's, there's two MVPs. I have to give it an obscure MVP. Go. Terry Roberts. Terry Roberts. Okay, that's the oh, gunner. The freshman the who took over He's from actually Moss. Not, not a freshman, surprisingly. Oh, I, thought I thought he was. he was too. He's like a redshirt junior. Just oh. this is his that first real action. Sad. Yeah, so the gunner. Oh, more. He so he plays gunner on on special teams and Ivory Kelly Martin also plays, you know, the kind of the other side. They both had good stops, but Every single game, he's the one that's downing it yep. for Taylor. Yep. He also came in for Riley Moss and oh. had – there was a, a bomb to uh, the receiver for Penn State. I'm blanking on his name. You know, you know the guy that we were talking about last week. Uh, yeah, let me, so let me pull it up. You, you keep talking. Oh, Dotson. 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 Jahan um, Dotson. Yeah, so that, that bomb that was pretty well defended, he probably should have picked it off, but it doesn't really matter. 
just being put in that spot. That's really a tough. really good MVP. Yeah, being put in that spot's really tough. Obviously, some like you know they're going to target him, and they did. It didn't work. But then just what he does on special teams, it's just like one of those guys that is not going to get announced a lot, but really brought a lot to the game. You know what's funny so, is that he Terry might Rowan. have a 15-year career in the NFL because that is a position in the NFL, a highly coveted position, and you become captains of a special team for that. He'll, I mean, he'll he'll probably be Iowa's starting corner next year when yep. Hankins puts on. And my boy Hankins had a good game. Okay, Let's just say God, it now. He's good. Oh, that tackle on fourth. Oh, girl. Oh, my. That was impressive. God. That was impressive. That was, I'm a senior and we're winning this game. Yeah. He laid the wood on him. So I'm really, I'm really, really happy about that. Um, and then the other thing is, and this will segment into our next part, the crowd was nuts. Oh, the 12th man. The the crowd was nuts. I mean, we saw that same crowd do the same thing to Alabama. You know, like that was a big part of that game too. Yeah. And Iowa, they came out. Uh, it's unbelievable. I've been to a, you guys I've been did to a couple Kennet games, and there's a there's some times you know where the booze is flowing a little too much, and like people aren't focused on the game. No. No. Not, the they not knew this. their role. Every yeah. fan in that stadium knew exactly what they needed to do. And they were so unbelievably loud. The best scene of this game was after a false start, and the left guard, or excuse me, the right guard, yells at the center, hike the ball, and the center mouths, I can't hear it. Yeah. And remember, how coaches like college teams practice this, they will bring in all their giant speakers from like the auditoriums and pump in crowd noise during practice, like during like like, two minute drill. Penn State did this, and James Franklin's exact words like, "We're not worried about the crowd noise." Uh, okay, uh, okay. Nine. Well, maybe you should have worried starts. a little bit more. Nine. And, and the crazy thing is, and this is why I'm putting half of this loss on Franklin himself. He did not do great. First of all, obviously, like his backup quarterback was not ready at all. And you, it's college football. I mean, like players go out, quarterbacks go out, and it's not like it's Pence. Like there is no excuse. For example, the Texas A&M game that was later in the night and we can poke on that a little bit later. Their quarterback got hurt late in the game and they thought he was going to have to go out. Their backup was a walk-on. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. He didn't, he didn't end up having to play at all, but at Penn state, we're not talking about a walk-on here. We're talking about a four-star redshirt freshman. Yeah. This guy's been with you for a year and a half. Like if you haven't prepared him at all and he can't come in and, you know, and I'm not saying Iowa is any different. Like we saw Deuce Hogan go one for eight. Oh, no, no. Whoa, whoa, not, whoa, uh, whoa, Padilla, whoa, 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 Hogan alert, Hogan I alert. I got excited wee, about wee, the, wee, the, I got excited about the opportunity of Deuce Hogan coming in. Oh, please. Oh, Alex man. Padilla. My mom was screaming, put it down I can't watch this crap anymore. <laughs> Why did your mom just turn to an 85-year-old woman? <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like a 59-year-old Uh She just cannot stand watching yeah. Spencer. It's, and, and no one can. Yeah. And that's all the things we've, ta- we've been harping on. So, but yeah, I just, so n- not preparing him properly, obviously. And then how many times are you going to try this snap count before you're like, this isn't the working. Clap, the clap count. Like, yeah. And then, and then eventually, you know, the, the right guard was essentially hiking the ball for the center, which that's is what you should do. But like, have you guys just not practice this? Did the, you just think about it? Nothing feels better as a fan when, because there's something weird about our defense. 
and there's something just powerful and they just get picks i don't know how because picks again if you ask like an nfl defensive coordinator you kind of say they're kind of luck like no one like if you lead the nfl in interceptions as like a cornerback you will not probably do it again that's what made richard sherman so special was that he did he had like five a year for like three years whoa right we're we're getting four a game i think there's a, a couple things like we talked about in our pregame, Penn State hasn't been tested on the road since Wisconsin. I think 100% some, of that, true. some of that showed, certainly. The other thing is, I was, I think there were, one of the announcers mentioned this. And I thought it was a really good point. Iowa's D backs play the ball, they play to catch the ball. It's not about that swatting it clap. or tackling. They just play the ball. And it's, it's, it can be risky. It oh, can yeah. be. You saw, you've seen Miles Burn. Yeah. But, it's a mentality and it's a really aggressive mentality that is working. It ha- so don't you have to it. have, you know, don't Phil, you just keep doing exactly what you're doing, buddy. Um, it is that nothing feels better when you're, they're trying to hike the ball. It's like first, you know, second and two and suddenly you blink and, and it's like false start, false start. The crowd's going more crazy and how Kinnick works. And I absolutely, it's not like maybe the most, gorgeous thing to look at the stripes look great but I'm, I'm talking the actual structure of the building it might not be like the greatest looking thing it's not the swamp or the horseshoe or even penn state um but the fans are so close if you've ever been to a hawkeye game which yes I'm they're right have, up they're right on the sideline. they have a duty and i truly believe this to be the most obnoxious painful annoying fans in the world if you're in that section because if it wasn't, I, I sat there for Indiana, and it. They yes, have a duty. They're very annoying, and I believe they have a duty. They need to do it. Um, like I've sat there before. To, there, I've sat there before as well. And you, if it wasn't high, that high, you could hit the player. Like, and no other stadium has that. Like, you could if if it was like level ground, you could almost smack his pads. Like that's how close you are. Melvin Gordon, the great running back from Wisconsin, he's been a great running back in the NFL. Um, said the number one place I hate to play in the world is Kinnick because they hear everything and we hear everything. The fans, if, if a coach is yelling at a player, every fan, again, it is their duty, is to then yell at that player you're getting yelled at. Over and over and over again. And then the players try to act like they don't hear them. Every, you hear every little word of the Hawkeye fans. And that's what makes Kinnick such a powerful place to play. It certainly played a role. In this, a in massive this win. role. I, I have to tell you a crazy stat. Not to go back on Taylor, I just want to tell you this because this is this was a tweet I saw today. And it is mind boggling. And this kind of transitions into what makes a team special. Um, okay, so t- Taylor for Heisman, right? Always. This is a true. So Iowa is tied fourth in the country in total number of punts. He, here's the top 10. That's not great. Here's the top 10, right? Yep. New Mexico State, 43. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. 41. New Mexico, 41. So just atrocious teams. Iowa, 40. USM, uh, I believe that's, uh, who cares? Southern, Southern Mississippi or something? Yeah, Southern Mississippi. 40. Yukon, 40. Illinois, Big Ten represent, 39. Arkansas State, 39. FIU, that's Florida International, 38. MTSU, Middle Tennessee State, in Murfreesboro, 38. Record of the non-Iowa teams, 12 and 45. 
Iowa is six and zero. It's just, it's just a, it's a weird formula. Uh, but he bails out the obviously he just is like that transition that makes having a craptastic offense and a fantastic defense work. It, it's so to win a championship, every team, and this goes between all sports. This is football. This is baseball. I'm not actually talk about baseball a lot. We're Cubs fans, me and Jordan. So I'm going to bring up uh, a Cubs thing. What To win a championship, to have a special year, weird things have to happen. Things that are like, why, what? Uh, a little bit of magic. Uh, LeBron blocking that hit against Iguodala. Uh, um, uh, Kawhi Leonard, even the, uh, Kawhi Leonard yeah, shooting the shot. The, bo- the ball bounces a million times and goes into the bottom. Grandpa Ross. Or like a p- interception at the goal line. Patriots. Patriots. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's football. Uh, 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 Grandpa Ross, who's the manager of the Cubs, he's a catcher, 40 years old, hits a home run in the Game 7 World Series. Like, what? Dude had like six home runs all season. Okay? There's weird things that have to happen in all sports. I'm sure if I a new hockey, I'm sure hockey's the same way where the puck goes in, the punch just lands in a championship fight. That, that thank you with the pay. What's so funny? What's so funny? You don't know shit about hockey. I don't know who. I know every team. I will say I know every team. I could name you three players just because of fantasy hockey. We played one year fantasy hockey. I don't know why it's so funny. Why is that so funny? Because you live in Minnesota, you're just so out of place. Oh, oh, but yeah, University of Minnesota, uh, or Minnesota State University is like national champions. Love, who cares? Who cares? I'm over you. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, let's move on. We're gonna lose so many viewers. They're like and click off. Um, so it Iowa has again. We've been so negative, but Iowa has which a little bit of magic, just a little bit of magic to them. They're the number two team in the nation. The f- highest it's ever been for Kirk Ferenz and the highest rank we've been since 1985. It's, I just want, I want people that are Iowa fans right now to just enjoy the fact that they're number two without putting as, you know, too much hope and weight into it. That's all. Just don't want you to get 2015 again. Well, but but honestly, the fact that you're number two, like, and beat the third, ins- the best defense you're gonna play that's, this year, that's insane. I mean, it really is insane. It's this is. I hope we all can take a minute to appreciate because now we control our own destiny, guys. So maybe the offense gets basically a bunch of Colorado states the rest of the year. Like reality, I don't care they about. Have, North they North. have a couple. They have a couple of relatively tough teams. Minnesota, okay, is not going to be easy. <laughs> Playing at Wisconsin is not going to be easy. Doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter easy. what the record is. That won't be easy. And Nebraska played Michigan really well this week. Oh, I don't. If they're the Iowa State, we're going to beat them by thirty. Let's let's just not rule out the possibility that Nebraska plays spoiler because that would totally be a Nebraska thing. Uh, you're such a cynic. <laughs> um, we control our destiny. Until the Big Ten Championship. And then it starts to be kind of nerve-wracking again. We, we should kill every team. And Iowa, in terms of killing, by the way, is 21 points. <laughs> 21-7. Uh, speaking of Big Ten Championship, and this is like the apple fell really far from the tree. Okay. My dad bought tickets to the Big Ten Championship today. Don't love that. 
And I thought, you better not be passing no bad mama juju. Yeah, really. That's some bad mama juju. That was a bold decision. When you just said that, I went, don't love that. Yeah. Don't be booking your hotels yet, people. I want to go. Oh, I do. If they go. But I will pay the premium to not be optimistic. I have an idea for me and you next year, Jordan. Okay. Starting next year, we go to one away game every year in the Big Ten. I'll do it. Like, so it, it could be start out in can Minnesota. We annoy, like, a, let's annoyingly podcast from there. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, no, going, no. This is gonna I'm be going to be I'm going to Arkansas-Auburn this weekend. See, yeah. Okay. So. Who? You know. Why? Arkansas-Auburn. Why not? Two big disappointments? Arkansas has been good. They just had a really tough schedule. It's, we control our own destiny. I have a feeling. I, I can be the optimistic one. You're the cynic. I think they're going to go to the playoffs. Oh, uh, my gosh. I think they're going to take Just care of business. slow your roll. There's no let's slowing do, roll. Yet let's ne- next stop is through the rest Purdue. of the conference. If, 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 if they make it to the Big Ten Championship, they are going to run into either Penn State or Ohio State, and both those teams are scary. We have nine weeks with Spencer Petrus and hopefully Brian. And whether you like it or not, again, Jordan, Iowa teams get better throughout the year. You just they just do, and that's like not that's like national people saying that. Scariest thing about Iowa is that they get better towards the end. Imagine if this offense oh. turns like the thirtieth offense. They're never going to get to the thirtieth. Well, not like okay, like from now to the end of the season to the thirtieth. Can you imagine? It won't happen. I just it's oh, not you happen. cynic. Okay, so we're gonna play a game that we didn't play last week and we should have. If he was our quarterback, so if now we have two options. Ooh, fun. And I, yeah, I think I'm only taking one of them. Uh, if Sean Clifford was the Iowa quarterback, you just take Sean Clifford exactly what he looks. Cool shooting sleeve. Um, and you just plop him right on Iowa. What do we look like? They look. They're, I mean, I think Clifford's just like a Stanley-level quarterback. Yeah, but he can run. But the biggest thing is, yeah, he's mobile. And Iowa hasn't had – I mean, he's not like Jalen oh. Hurts mobile. But he's no, mobile. but he's 10 carries a game. Mobile. Yeah, he's mobile. And I think that would be a really interesting dynamic for Iowa. I think that would – I mean, obviously, Spencer just gets – Spencer did have one run this game, and I was like, oh, and then he got like lit up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh. Please. So, and then it's, yeah. Clifford's gonna force more, force more uh, throws than than Petrus does. You, so you're you probably tell gonna me have higher have recruited, uh, uh We couldn't have recruited Sean Clifford. Oh, definitely. I mean, Clifford, like his career. Six two two nineteen. His career stats aren't that good. He's not like some world beater. You know, it's not like they lost their Heisman level quarterback. Oh yeah, he's, this he's is had it. a better start to this year than he did last year. But if we had four picks going into the game. Add two more. He's thrown six on the year and yeah, six. Good. And yeah. imagine if he was on Iowa. Do, I we, think do would, we win the I title be, if he's on Iowa? No, you'd be equally as frustrated with Clifford as you would with, with Peter. No, but he would reasons. take off. He would take off. That's one thing I, I never understood. I have said this since I was literally 11 years old with my dad because I like playing with, you know, Mike Vick and Cam Newton and stuff. Is that like, in Madden, is that, I don't get why. It can't be hard to run an offense the way Spencer runs it. Why would you not just add a running quarterback just for that one little extra weapon? You're willing to do Wildcat. Ooh, we're cute. Why not just 
just make him a, have a mobile quarterback and let him roll out and then nothing's there. He just takes off. I I'm, don't get it. I would definitely like to have some more mobility, but I think like right now, it's not even just like you're not mobile enough to run. Spencer has so much room to work on his in-pocket mobility, like his step-ups, his slides. I mean, he's literally just a turtle in there. Like, hey, if you get anywhere close, I'm I think Eli fall Manning down. has more mobility. Uh, hey, Eli made that play to uh, David Tyree on the helmet. True, like he's like Spencer would ever do. Stanley had some nice pocket mobility. You yeah, were... Stanley. Stanley improved a lot, uh, especially later in the career where he would slide up. He that Ohio like State game, he had he ran. Dude, if you really rewatch that highlight, he's running out of the pocket. He's a player on his leg, chucks it to the end zone. Noah fan touchdown. Yeah, he's like Ben Roethlisberger level. Not fast, but no. like can slide and move around the pocket. Oh man, Spencer has Spencer. None of that. Spencer, that's what I'm talking about. I think his reads are slow. I just don't think he moves that quickly in the pocket because he's processing pretty slowly one half of the field. Ah, uh, sad. I think we talked about enough about Spencer. Okay, so a lot of recruits were there. Yes, that, I think that's actually the biggest takeaway from this weekend is not that like I was number two, they beat Penn State. I think the biggest thing that is was that they didn't just drop a turd for all these recruits because this is the biggest recruiting day in the history of Iowa football. So, uh, a boy Xavier, who is a two thousand, uh, is a senior this year. He is the number one ranked recruit in Iowa, duh. Number one recruit in the country at his position and 14th nationally overall. I'm going with 247, by the way. Okay, this is all 247. Oh, rivals, excuse me, rivals. The only one that really matters. Um, five star. Uh, Kirk and Phil were at his game on Friday night against Council Bluffs. So he blocked the game-winning field goal. Good Just weekend for him. Uh, so he blocked a game-winning field goal. Boom. Southeast Pole continues to win. Next day, he's in Iowa City. Uh, and what a he's game. In, in, the lo- in the lot or standing outside the locker room, and they ran in, and I know there were some recruits actually in the locker room celebrating with them. Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah, hell yeah. I don't think it was announced who it was, but I know he like was high-fiving players as they were going in. Him and uh, but Kid Proctor, too. So Okay, so Kid Proctor, one thing. Okay, he's 6'8", 335 pounds, five-star, ranked fifth nationally in his class. Did you know he's only a junior? Yeah. Number one in the state, number one in position. They call him the next Ronnie Stanley, which is like uh, pulling your pro bowler going to be in the NFL. Like top five pick in the NFL draft mm-hmm. in like three years. Uh, both are obviously going to Southeast Polk. We've talked about him a lot. We're always going to, I will do a breaking pod whenever he decides. He does decide December 8th, which is his birthday. He has visited Iowa twice now. He has been to that game. He saw the atmosphere. The fans did a great job. There's one thing you need to, you need to take in consideration is that beautiful nil name, image, likeness. This is the kid, right? He would be the star. He could, he'd be like the one recruiter that actually could make a little money playing for and, Iowa. And like bigger picture, Phil Parker can make D-backs. Oh, he, look what he does with a guy named Roberts. Who? He can he can make D-backs. So. Uh, I think now I'm at a – like if you look like his forecast, it says Ohio State. Those all were predictions. If you really look at all those predictions from like literally September 2020, it's 2021 now in October, I almost think – Iowa could not be in a better position. I bet he loved it. I bet uh, uh, the players are texting him. The players kind of take him under their wing like during the week. 
it's a and then to Phil and Kirk to be at his game Friday night and he hits he does the game blocking game winning block yep I mean that you know why because that's what special players do they just win I just think I just think the biggest thing is that like Iowa could not have put themselves in a better position here oh that, that's just the man. truth they couldn't have put themselves in a better position they may not get him I mean the reality is he's very highly rated he could go play at Iowa well, he wants Ohio to go State. he wants to go play for the number two team in the country right now not only that we 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 just be Penn State we're also like the number two team in the country the reality is he certainly could go to one of the other two schools. Don't ever say it's, Ohio State to me again. He could go to Ohio State. No, say Notre Dame, then I'll be like, okay. I would say Ohio State is more Stop, stop saying Dame. that. Why would you keep saying this? I think he could go to Ohio State. But why would he? Like, but if, I think he could go to him, Ohio State. Put him. Put him. Okay, ed- enough. Um, put him. Put, <laughs> I know you don't know it's, his mom. I mean, but why? I mean, the, I, uh, this happens to Iowa once every what? When's, you just five told years, me every five years. you know you just told me that Iowa hasn't been ranked number two since 1985. Ohio State's made the playoffs like every single year. That's the reality of the situation. Iowa's put themselves, <laughs> Iowa's put themselves in the best spot they can. That's what matters. I hope he chooses Iowa. But here's the thing, and we get we're getting a little bit caught up because he's five star. He could be a nobody. If he doesn't come, we're gonna find another Jake Gervas. Uh, how about Kerner? Kerner was a walk-on. We're gonna find some. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Yes, I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I would be sad. Like, oh man. Um. Okay. So not only, not only. Again, he gets all the love. Four stars, six five, 185 pounds. Uh, 18th best receiver, 2023. Kyle Casper was there. Uh, a six. What was like 37 recruits? 37 total, all sports. Uh, Iowa picked up like five, quote unquote, five star wrestle. I know you don't. I get to talk about wrestling because I was good at wrestling. You don't know nothing. Uh, they picked up like four or five like top five star wrestlers that also went to Sally's Polk. One of them went to Sally's Polk. He's the number one rated wrestler in the country. What are they feeding them boys? Over I don't know Polk? what is going on with Sally's Polk. Uh, again, an- another player, number one, uh, number one ranked kid in the the state of uh, Missouri, number three position in the country, 16th national player, 2023, 6'5", 326 pounds, Caden Green, four-star kid, also there. He would be in the same class as Caden Proctor. Imagine oh, those two. A couple, couple Cadens out there? A cu- uh, one with a K, one with a C. Oh. Ooh. Okay, another one, 6'3", 220 pounds, athlete, Caden Finnegan, four-star okay, what's athlete. going on with all the Cadens? If you have if you have a boy if you have a boy named if you have a boy named Caden guaranteed to be five star recruit. Oh, uh, another. I'm just now I'm going. This, I'm going to skip the weights, uh, the weights and heights. But six. Okay, I'm like I need this guy. Six five defensive end Joshua Minkins, uh, 190th nationally, 12 position, DN four star Charles Jagusma, six six two eighty five class, of, something like that. Class of 2023, four star. Andrew D. DePapey, Pleasantville, <laughs> Iowa. Whatever, no idea. Uh, I mean, four star. Four Moral star, of the story star, is that there's four just star. four stars up and down. So I saw a little article prior to the game as we we're talking about star ratings, and it talks about like the average recruiting status of current starters for Iowa versus Penn State. Iowa's like average star rating was like two point five. Oh my god! And they only had one person. 
that was a four-star recruit. Now it's Petrus. That's starting. Ugh. Penn State only had one starter that was under four stars. That's what makes Iowa so special. Like that is the most beautiful. Like I, you know, average, easily Iowa average could star be was like three point nine. You know, I easily Iowa could be Vanderbilt. It's it's so special what they've built in Iowa. It really is. So to finish out, Jordan, not very funny, very reactionary, actually kind of grumpy. Um, give I'm, me I, good. I'm feeling the grumpy today. All right, so I've created this segment called One Spicy Take, a take that's so spicy and ridiculous, it, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, it just, you have some girth in it. And I created this because when we were, me and Jordan were young, he looked me dead, dead in the milk oh, duds. Oh, come on. You looked me dead in the milk duds. Those are my eyes. <clears throat> okay? You looked me right in the eyes, and you said, Kevin Culp's no. going to be better than uh, Matt Ryan. And I still stand by that. How many people, I will Venmo you a penny if you know who Kevin Kolb is. Okay, come on. Give give some love. Who? Come he, on. Didn't he throw like 14 touchdowns, four picks one season? Come on. Okay, so I need one. And it can be over anything, no, it, by the way. It was, it was never really that good. <laughs> Hey, oh my God. Anyhow, he's not Mike Glennon who actually had like a really good one year. Whatever. Give me. It doesn't have to be Hawkeye related, by the way. Give me a college football. Spice me to ball. Oh, by the way, time out, time out, time out. Did I call that Alabama or Georgia will lose one game? Yes. And guess what? Guess what? Georgia's going to lose a game before the end of the season. Oh, stop. I bet you. Oh, I bet you. They just do this. I don't know why Georgia does this. Georgia will lose a game. Just stop. Oh, you're such a Georgia homer. And I like Georgia. You're, if I, if I was my, an SEC fan, Georgia would be my school. Like, for sure. You, you really want my, like, big spicy I taste. want the spiciest of me. Like, you can say, like, I was going to finish 7-3. Like, and it, it doesn't have to be right. It just has to be spicy. I can't, I, I can't. I can't give you an optimistic, spicy take. I don't. Doesn't have to be. I'm not going to do it. No, it doesn't have to be about Iowa either. It can be like Notre Dame's going to win the title. I don't. know. Notre Dame's not going to win the title. I know. I, Jordan. Uh, Oklahoma is going to start. Is going to bench Rattler. They Williams did. I, I know, but I'm saying season, and uh, they're going to win the national championship because of it. They're going to win the title. <clears throat> yes. I was going to say this. Oh. <laughs> oh. Why? Because they've always um, Cliff, not Cliff Kingsbury. What's this the dude's name? The, 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 Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley uh, just does a lot better with running quarterbacks. I mean, look what he, this guy's like. Kyler two He was fantastic. If you watch that game, it was incredibly impressive. Rattler is not near the the mobile athlete. Went from the first round, first pick in the NFL draft to literally yeah, might not I, get drafted. Oh, here's my here's my. He needs to pick. transfer to Illinois. He will, he's going to transfer to like somewhere sec and like replace a guy at Ole miss like he will go play at a different school and do really really well still be an nfl player like, not, but not Hurst, successful though. but not successful he's not gonna be the first horror pick anymore no he, yeah, won't, this, he won't be successful in the nfl he just this, doesn't have it this caleb williams guy who just literally put the stank on texas oh it, was God, it was disgusting sick he put the mick st- 
the, the man's ran for 88 yards in a touch in a tutty. <laughs> a tutty. Yeah, we call him tutty. And then he had here. two throwing tutties on 62%. And he only played like half the game. He he would they will win the national championship because of him. Do you know what Oklahoma is? Oklahoma's the bridesmaid, never the bride. They are, they produce a lot of really Ah, uh, they love to lose by 40 in the playoffs though. I'm just giving you how I, I'm just telling you how I see it. Okay, I haven't prepared a spicy take. Let me say one. My, my spicy so. takes. Whoa, my spicy take was Alabama and Georgia are going to lose a game this year. Like, so your spicy take is that Georgia is going to lose another game. Yeah, I'm gonna, the, yeah, that will be before it. the playoffs. A hundred percent. Yes, and they'll lose. They're actually going to lose two total games. They will lose. Do they? Oh, that yeah, timeout. This is a contingent. You really? Do they play me, Georgia? Do they play Georgia? Alabama, Georgia play each other before? No. Oh, because oh, yeah. Okay, so let me look at their schedule. I'll, okay, t- I'll even tell you, tell you the is. game. I'll I'm tell you tell the game. You. Number eleven, Kentucky. No, they'll kill them. Number twenty, Florida. Mm, I like that one. And then Missouri, I, unranked. Tennessee, unranked. Well, Charleston's Charleston South. S- southern. And, southern. And <laughs> southern. Put, put some spec on their name now. No, I refuse. And Georgia Tech. If they don't lose to one of their next two games, they will not even come close to losing. Okay, game. I'm gonna say. If you say, Florida, by the way, so help me. It, it's Missouri. Don't ever call Missouri again around here. Okay. Florida's lost to. I don't care. Florida, whoa, 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 Florida almost beat Alabama. Florida hung with Alabama. Mm, do I call Florida? They. I call it say, now. Would it be better, though, if Georgia went to the SEC Championship and lost a one-win Alabama to really mess it up? That's what's going to happen. They will go undefeated. And then they both get chosen over the Big Ten team with one loss? I think, no, they will be, they will lose. Alabama will be chosen. The Big Ten champion, one loss, or undefeated Iowa, um, will... I'm just saying, uh, will be chosen, and then Georgia's looking on the outside, looking and saying, but that was supposed to be me. Because guess what? It's better to lose early than lose late, right? For some reason, people like people like forgive a loss, even though it's the exact same equivalency. People forgive a loss to Texas A&M week four or five, then Georgia losing by like twenty to Alabama. I mean, it's true, but you're just wrong. Oh, you know I'm not wrong. Georgia's going to be the number five team by the end of the playoffs. They're going to be 12-1, and one, and they're going to be playing in the Outback Bowl against Michigan. Okay. Okay. Let's, that, just, let's, just, let's just move on to our questions and call this a day. Okay, so real quick. Okay. We actually got some Twitter questions. They're actually Bleacher Report questions, right? So we, get out there and ask some more. Please ask us. I love that. When I got this, I'm like... Oh my God, Jordan! We're actually a, we're a, we're a podcast. People are going to look at us for look at us for answers now. Oh yeah, we're obviously the experts. So uh, uh, we are dialed in. Okay, so question one by Fat Ninja four two two zero. Great name, by the way. Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah, best friend. Uh, Mom. <clears throat> um, okay. <laughs> Do you think James Franklin was having his players fake injuries to kill offensive momentum? I know Franklin has done it before at Vanderbilt. Curious how you see it. I will say I don't feel comfortable speculating. What I will say is that it seemed very convenient, but it's it's really difficult to say. I know at least one of those players didn't return. I think it was like the D tackle, and obviously the quarterback didn't. 
I also saw one of the other players hop up and skip off the field. So I'm not comfortable saying like, yes, he was. Would I put it past them? Would I put it past any team? No. I would never. Never. That's not the way. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I don't. I, you're right. I think there's there's probably some teams that have too much integrity. Frank Franklin is a guy who'll do anything to win, and I like kind of like an Urban Meyer, kind of like a uh, what's the Clemson coach? Uh, Darby. Why, why am I blinking on his name? The Clemson guy. I, I just I'm not even want to give it to you. What's, what's his name? Tell me, hurry. I'm not gonna, I'm Tell not, me. No. I'm, no. Oh my God, it's hurting my head. Um, uh, this is this is what you get for not knowing. Okay. Anywho, he would do anything. He. <laughs> you talking about Davo Sweeney? Davo, thank you. Davo would do anything to win. Uh, uh, Nick Saban would not. Fun the same coaching tree as Kirk. Um, here's my take on it. Are you talking about the coaching tree, Bob Seuss? They didn't mention it, but did you see right away the cornfield? Yes. Oh, uh, I thought of you. And the flag. <laughs> no, Called it. <laughs> Called it. Oh man, I thought of you right away. Should have texted you. Uh, so okay. let's just let's just let say me say my part. Not definitive. Uh, I'm going to say Franklin admitted it without admitting it. He decided when he was asked this. Okay, instead of saying that's patently ridiculous and absolutely disrespectful, how dare you ask me this question that we would ever do this? He goes, "Well, they're not an up-tempo team, so like that wouldn't even make sense to do it." And I went, "What? Yeah." So you ex- him explaining the answer kind of made me go. Eh. It didn't ever. The announcers like- who are not biased towards Iowa, yeah. August Johnson and Joe Klatt, were like, uh, "That's convenient." Every twelve it, yard play, and it didn't ever happen on like a negative two yard run. Never. And I, I, you know, I'm not gonna put it past him. I also like don't know if I'm gonna be that upset about it. No, it's a big. It's a big game. And don't and give me a break with the whole booing. Fa- you, guys, if it was at Iowa, I mean, at Penn State, Penn State fans would be booing. Get off this ivory tower, Penn State fans. It's freaking annoying. I would say if a player is truly hurt or carted off, you if obviously we, you're not, you cannot do that. If we that, saw like his knee get snapped, sure. Yeah, people are going to be like, oh, it'll be dead quiet in that stadium. But he hops up and hop skips off. Next like play, that. next you're play gonna, comes in. You're going to start to get a, to get a little mm. suspicious. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, here's the if it's anyone's fault though, it's NCAA's fault. Like in the NFL, you can cost a, a, a timeout for an yeah, injury. Yeah, true. That doesn't happen in college football, and that's why you don't get faked injuries in the NFL. So change the rules. Question two. Jeff Davidson asks. Oh, Jeff? sorry, bur- Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? Jeff, my boy, Jeff. What are the major concerns with the O-line? Why can't we run the ball with more consistency? I think we kind of answered this. Uh, we're young. It's it's youth. It's youth. It's, it's really just youth. And it's okay. I mean, we're, we've been really spoiled. If you look at the offensive Oh, line, super from, spoiled. From, you know, Wirfs and uh, We won Johnson, the, we won the 500-pound trophy. Yeah. So Best I'm offensive line. The, I'm just going to give you the a, the ages of our offensive line. See and me this in three answer, years. See me this should, years. This should answer it for you, like in total, right? So you have a redshirt freshman starting at left tackle, the most important offensive position. Yep. You have a redshirt senior and starting at guard, and obviously he's been out for a lot. Off of on, the year. off on, off on. Yep. So and then his his backup has very little starting experience. Uh, Lindebaum obviously, absolutely has God. plenty of experience. But then at center, your right guard is a true freshman. And your right tackle is a retro sophomore. So they have, what, one, two, three, three underclassmen starting. 
That's well, on the number two team in the country. That's why. And they're really, you don't really have to make any excuses for them besides the fact that they're just young. It takes experience. They haven't had a lot of cohesion, or, um, cohesion yet either because they've had injuries. And right now, and you're seeing less and less of this, but right now Iowa has been mix, mixing and matching a lot. We've seen a lot of Cody Ince. We've seen a lot of Justin Britt because they're trying to figure out what works for them. Eventually that will shrink. When we get to like game eight, you're probably only going to see maybe six linemen, seven at most. And ask me this question in two years when we win the op, the, when they're ready. I literally ask me this exact question. I know it sounds silly, and I don't mean that to be off, put, you know, off, you know, disregard it. Yeah, just yeah. you know, it's really like you will be like, oh, this is Iowa Hawkeye offensive line in like a year. They just had to replace a lot of people. Oh yeah, and dwarfs and like incredible talent. Um, if you okay, next question. The son of Romo asks. If you can find, figure out anything on Riley Moss, that would be cool. So there's been no so, news. So the only but one news, thing, only news we have on Riley Moss, it, we have two things. Kirk says he's optimistic. Yep. I don't think that means much. Like, I think he's it does. not a doctor. They don't have. They won't get MRIs until Monday. So this isn't like an NFL team where you're going to like go to your facility and do an MRI right away, uh, unless like his leg was in half and he's going to the hospital. They're going to wait till Monday to get it. So we probably won't have answers till Monday or Tuesday. Sit tight. It didn't look good. Yeah, it looked to me. I've seen enough sports. I've it looked ACL sports. to me. It looked classic torn ACL. Yeah. It looks non-contact. Maybe it got slightly jacked up because he landed on it pretty good on the interception. Hopefully, hopefully it was a uh, potentially a knee sprain. A knee like, sprain, you know, some yeah. Some kind of, you know, kind of an extension of the he knee. He went right I, to Wensing. It's it wasn't pretty with, with no pretty extension kind of, hyperextension. I think yeah. it might not even be ACL, it could be PCL, patellar tendon, right? Where yeah. I think he it something got slightly like half torn on the interception and he didn't realize it cuz he's all hyped or muscles up. were still really, you know, really flexed and they're pulling really flexed, on the tendon. and then he yep. was hopping up and it looked like he wasn't like being obnoxious like celebrating. He's just like running off the field like yay, like it, like yeah. what you would do like I think I jumped up more than he did and i think it just instantly it was the instantness the fall yeah. and the grab i'm gonna guess torn ligament and I'm, whether it's, it's just, a c or uh, p a or m there was a there was an interesting article i think just before this game where parker's talking about how they doesn't want them to like celebrate after picks like you know classic miami style and it just that went right to my head like this is one of those things it, just, i don't think he did anything obnoxious a, he, he didn't but it's a stupid way to get hurt. I I I hope it's no different than like jumping on home plate. It's just it's not obnoxious, but it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, how about Mich- uh, uh, Smith Marset diving into the end zone and spraining his ankle? Yeah. It's just those kind of things that it's preventable and it sucks. Let's hope he's okay. It's preventable it, in hindsight. It is not preventable in the moment. You know how much? It, no. Yeah. No. Happens I, on I, every I can't, play. Like I said, it's not obnoxious. You can't really blame him. No. The good news is. Terry Roberts, I think, is going to fill that position okay if Moss does miss it's time. He's to not going to be a top top five corner. Yeah, Rise like, would have top been, five corner in the country. Yeah, according to Pro Football Focus, he's like right up there. So it's going to be a big loss if he's gone. He has some time to get healthy. I mean, they're coming to a. I mean, Purdue can throw the ball, so we'll just have to see. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, we'll get there obviously with our next pod. It's Good too, segue. Too, it's we we should know by. We have a potential to know by next podcast, so tune in. Yeah, so please tune in. Guys, that is it.
good pod, a lot less funny. I feel like the reviews are a lot less funny because it, it has to be hindsightical. I'm going to create a word. A hindsightical <laughs> of... Uh, that's, that's not... There's emotion. There's reality. And, and, you know, in the preview pods, we can have a lot more. But, like, this is like, I want to explain. I want to talk about how I feel. Um, all right, Jordan. Tell them that they need to follow all the social media. If you literally go to any search bar and any social media, YouTube, Twitter, MySpace, MySpace, Exanga, uh, uh, Reddit. Uh, I'm not kidding. By the way, this is all you're, you're, you're laughing. I'm not laughing. Type in Hawkeye off tackle podcast, Hawkeye off tackle. We will come up. Google it. Google Hawkeye off tackle. We're there. We're on the search engine. Absolutely right there. I'm pissing people off with my TikToks. Uh, Penn State oh, yeah. Fans, all the TikToks so we can get uh, more people to get mad at us. We're I... going to do uh, two podcasts every week. Two podcasts every week? Always Stay and tuned. forever? And you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes we're not going to talk about football at all. Nope. And that's okay because sometimes I don't want to. This week was just so football heavy. I feel like we had to dive into it. Yep. Uh, guys, we are the number two team in the country. Enjoy and it. And we're the number two podcast in the country. Hey, who's number one? Yeah, Caller Daddy. Not gonna tell I you. can give you the Gluck Gluck 9000. I don't, I don't want it. I give a mean Gluck Gluck 9000. Are you trying to bribe people? Oh, well, whatever gets us views. Hi, <laughs> right, y'all. See you. <laughs> so apparently we're on OnlyFans, too. I'm, I'm, what? Whatever I gotta do, baby. <laughs> I will see, and Jordan will see you all next, next time. Not next week, this week. We'll see. Yeah, I might just phone it in. <laughs>